Boys are cheats and liars. They are a big disgrace. They will do anything to get to second. Baseball. 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 <laughs> he thinks he's gonna score. If you let him go all the way, then you are a horticulturist study plants. Geologists study rocks. They'll do almost anything if you'll just touch their co- Oh boy. Vodka tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Right, here we go. Shot one. Shot one. God, I Yikes. totally burped into the microphone. Blech. Yeah, that was pleh. <laughs> oh man. I missed that face. Oh, that's what she said. What was what is it? What do they say in WAP? Pop that big Mac drop right in the synagogue garage. <laughs> that's what she said. Shot two. two. Okay, second one was better. It just tastes like someone sprayed hairspray in my mouth. No, for real. It's it's like Aquanet. It's like aerosol. <laughs> By the way, this drink is a terrible chaser. Yeah, it will, we're chasing vodka with vodka. Sorry, we're chasing vodka with watered down vodka. <laughs> we should toast this, this last shot. All right. Shot three goes out to the filler extra bonus episodes that we record in expectation that we will fail to record in the future. Yeah, too long. Didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> to filler episodes. To filler episodes. Shot three. <coughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, bad. Oh, bad. Oh. It was, that was the worst one. Just. Oh, God. I wonder if people hear me and think, like, this guy's faking it. You're not. I'm looking right at you. Why did I agree to do a show where I have to, like, my, my biggest weakness is exploited at the beginning of it every time? Ugh. This is Three Shots In. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Three Shots In. We don't know what number episode this is because guess what? It's a filler episode. <gasps> what? That's right, motherfuckers. We recorded this episode probably a while ago. I mean, who knows though? We could have, the whole point of these filler episodes is that we anticipate that there will be weeks where we will not record an episode. Right. And so we have these in a bank to drop during those weeks. So who knows? This could be week two. This could be week 20. Week 30. Week 90. No. It, it can't, it can't, be, it will, it couldn't be 30 either because we only go 25 episodes. Well. Yeah, well, why not? One, two. <laughs> Oh God. Um, but first, yeah. for anyone who might be tuning in to this episode, uh, who is brand new to our show, I am Jess. Oh, I'm Jake. Hey. Let's take over there. We're brother and sister before you start, you know, thinking things that aren't true. Um, and uh, this is a filler episode. So what we were talking about was that we recorded this way in advance. And uh, really, it was because we needed insurance policies mm -hmm. in place. We did run into some trouble the first season of the show. Yes, we had to scramble a little bit. Right. We, you know, just because, you know, life happens. Emergencies mm -hmm. are things you don't see coming, but you can guarantee like... There's always going to be one somewhere at some point. There's no telling, you know, how much time will happen in between. Right. Just kind of surprises you. So stuff like that just happens. And because of that, we decided to record these episodes in advance. So we don't actually know when you're listening to this, but, you know, that's kind of exciting. Just look at the episode title. That'll tell you what number it is. And then you'll know. So, yeah, because we, we started numbering them. Yep. That was a thing. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't at first, though, for no, a long but it, time. But it is now. Yes. It is now. A now thing. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Officially, it is a thing. Yes. Uh, you heard us take shots of some vodka. It was 
kept in the freezer so it was it wasn't you know warm or room temp it vodka. was it was exactly what vodka is supposed to be but man nice and chill that was gross yeah that was i'm it's not painful. a i i don't know what it was like tonight not so much maybe it's i think later the later in the day it is that i'm taking the shots the harder they are because when we recorded the finale i took shots of popov vodka with uh sam yeah easy easy peasy easy peasy but right now mm-mm, nope not yeah. easy well that's all i mean yeah that day we were recording at like three o'clock we started early that's yeah. that's what i why i said that because that's it was just it was easy then it was earlier in the day now we're at like almost one in the morning or something what where are we yeah no idea <laughs> we started this well we're also sipping on some vodka tonics if you want to call it that. Oh, wait. No, actually, they're just vodka sodas. We right. actually didn't have any tonic. <laughs> so we we're, used club soda. Well, see, we used up. We have to be smarter about when we go and on our uh, our alcohol, our liquor hauls. Yeah. Because we we have an abundance of ingredient of ingredients, but not a lot of the good tasting ones. Yeah. So we don't have limes. If we had lime, that would make this for mm-hmm, sure. Probably. But we only had vodka, um, club soda, which is flavorless, and some simple syrup so this it kind of just tastes like you took vodka watered it down a lot and you put like a Splenda packet in it yeah yeah that's what it tastes like it's not wonderful no it's not terrible also the simple syrup was expired I feel like that's something we should put yeah, out there there's it a reason it, it tastes a little I mean it doesn't taste like I'm gonna get sick it just it just doesn't taste great we'll find I think, out I think that's mostly because the lime is missing if these were actual vodka tonics they'd be amazing maybe definitely I've tasted your vodka tonics and they're great well you know what they say no i don't jake makes a mean vodka tonic you know what i mean they say that yeah everyone says it i say it yeah okay well what's today's topic oh i'm glad you asked today's topic jessica as you know is damn that's fucked up damn that's that's fucked up (laughs) super fucked up yeah uh these are things in the world that make you stop in your tracks and go damn it's fucked up You know, um, I, I, I kind of want to put it out there cause we established that I'm going first this episode. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, some of the, uh, information I have in the beginning, um, it's not so much damn that's fucked up. It's more like, Hmm, that kind of fucks me up. Oh damn. That fucks me up. Yeah. yeah something like yeah, that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like, like, like hearing, I, said, I can't, hearing, I'm too drunk to think of an example. It's like, it's already hitting me. Like, like vodka, reading, so. like reading the sad Keanu story. Like, damn, that fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Except that one, that one qualifies for both. That's also, that's fucked up and it fucks you up. Yeah. 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 Well, fucks anyway. you and fucks it. Yeah. Th- it double fucked. Twice fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, as far as updates, we don't know where this, when this is happening. So no idea. there is nothing we can update you on because we have zero idea that you're speaking to past Jacob and yes. past Jess. Well, they're not speaking. We're speaking. <laughs> they're listening they're, to past. There we go. Well, now see, I, you maybe, think they're, they're maybe talking it's just to us? me. I talk to my, <laughs> my podcast people in my, like, I don't speak out loud like a crazy person, but I do talk to my, my podcasts when I hear them. It's like just commentary in my own head. I don't know. Okay. Well, if in your head that's just like you know your your own head Thoughts. talk that's fine okay you're listening to past jake past, and past jake yes jess past so jess. we have no idea what's no. what the future holds. i'll just hit you with a random update uh i just did laundry the other day that's an update yeah it was pretty big there's a lot of laundry <laughs> my family uh has pretty much all become sick with the flu yeah your all, boy hasn't what up neither have i Ayo. 
Boom. Boom. That's right. I don't get sick. So it's only a matter of time for you. That's absolutely not true. I have definitely seen you sick. You've seen me sick how many times in your life? I mean, more than twice for sure. Okay, sure. But I, I can, just mean, I don't, I can I don't, remember being I don't sick care like enough about times. when you get sick to like document it. You know what I mean? I, can, I don't even care enough about my kids to document when they get sick. Can, I don't even care enough about my kids. Can, I don't even care enough about my kids. Can, I don't even care enough about my kids. I mean, all, I mean, all of the big updates we said on episode one or last episode, whatever that was. Yeah. Whichever episode that was mm-hmm. could have been, could have been any, could have been six or nine, 16, maybe I, I'd believe that 20. Yeah, sure. I'd believe it. 19. That's feasible Four. I mean, yeah, that's possible. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Ooh, good spin. Yeah. All right. I love that sound. It's therapeutic, really. Right. We landed on a topic that was given to us by none other than Sam. Okay. AKA Samantha Stoner. AKA one of the young stoners. Yes. If animals, sorry, I misread. <laughs> like, like I read head in my head and my head read wrong. What was ahead? Okay. Yep. Okay. What did it land on? It landed on <laughs> if animals could talk, which would be the rudest she sent that she sent that in and now i think it's i think it's funny that she sent that in because sam is like basically the closest thing to snow white that we have yes. in our life yeah you know no i like i'm personally shocked that she has yet to convince like small woodland birds to help her do chores yeah yeah i'm un- i'm actually I, i'm convinced that she does convince them to come and help her like keep her succulents up and nice right, right. yeah she does have a very um on Snow White like hatred for squirrels though. And that's because they they eat her succulents. They eat the succulents. And that's why they keep two air rifles right by the back door to mm-hmm. pop those motherfuckers mm-hmm. every time they come around. And you know those succulents are like essential oil protected from all other parasites, mm-hmm. like all other insects that might cause them harm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh of all the animals, which one if they could talk, which one do I think would be the rudest? Which would be the absolute rudest? Rudest. I'm gonna say fucking llamas. Llamas are kind of assholes they're right? totally assholes yeah i keep seeing videos on youtube of them spitting in people's faces like that's just oh, what they're yeah. all about like you get too close they just spit in your face yeah big spit you just fed them spit. they just they right they just ate like like a brown baggie full of like oats out of your car they should be thankful and instead spit, spit. right in your face just like loogie loogie half chewed mm-hmm. oats just boom right in your face and it's all like smelly and sticky they yeah. don't care yeah that's they're a good rude. answer it's a good answer i feel i feel like the rudest animals on earth if they could speak would be mother fucking seagulls seagulls i that's hate a seagulls. good one i hate seagulls they're the worst they are aggressive they don't give a damn about anything like they'll they'll attack you if they think they can get that food from you. Yes. You know? No, we've and had then, that happen before. Yeah. When we were still living in California, we had a little like beach trip. It was when um when we, Derek we, was we, there. We take no, we take the kids, you know, or whatever, we bring some snacks. And uh I don't it was I it wasn't when I went to the beach with you. It was when I went to the beach. It was just me and Terry and Ryan, I believe. Okay. My my oldest son. 
We take like a bag of like sun chips or some shit. They're such assholes. They've adapted to like recognize bags of chips, unopened bags of chips. It's not like they smell it in the air like bears or possums Mm -hmm. that like sift through garbage. No, they know what it looks like. So they found our bag of sun chips, waited until we went to the water and came in and just like pecked it open and ate all of our fucking chips. Yep. They can smell the weak. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They, Mm -hmm. they do. You know, I feel like, I feel like seagulls would have like Boston accents. You know, they'd be like, mm-hmm. like hey, Bobby, mm-hmm. check out this family over here. Bunch of fucking douchebags. Bunch of fucking douchebags over here with the <laughs> sun chips sitting out in the sun. Let's go eat that shit out of their son's hand. Yeah. Look at, like, you basically Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at these bunch of fat asses making their way to the water. You want to move in now? Look, the whales are returning to the ocean. <laughs> Let's go eat their fucking food, yeah? <laughs> Do them a favor. Yeah. Seagulls would be fucking assholes if they could speak. They're already assholes. They are and they already can't speak. assholes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, same with llamas. That's how I know. Those are good answers. Yeah. Seagulls and llamas. You heard it here first. Are you going to jump into yo shit? Yo I'm fucked gonna up jump shit. I'm going to jump in. Jump in to my. Mm, wow, you don't even have your laptop open. Shit. Well, I didn't want it shining in my eyes. Insubordinate. Churlish. And churlish. All right. So uh, that's fucked up. Um, originally, my my goal was to find things that would like ruin things for you that were universally loved, like things mm-hmm. that just a lot of people tend to feel a lot of nostalgia about or care about a lot. A lot of it was kind of weak. Couldn't use most of it. But I did find some stuff that was cool. And so I have some legitimately fucked up stuff here at the end of my list and some just kind of interesting. And there's a chance people out there uh, will have their their hopes and dreams kind of shattered. Right. There's a chance. There's, it's like a small percentage, but that percentage increases as we go oh, okay. down the list. Yeah. Exponentially. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, well, let's just jump right in. First on the list is Jurassic Park. Oh, good movie. Mm-hmm, I agree. I love it. Even better sequels. Sure. <laughs> Some people might agree with you. Um, at Jurassic Park. I love it. Um, I'm a fan of the Velociraptors. Right. Super scary. Yeah. They're dicks. But they're so smart. And that's mm-hmm. what makes them dicks. Because they're not just like regular animals. They they're, fuck with you. They're clever girls. Clever girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a scene in Jurassic Park where the Velociraptors are kind of like speaking to each other. They're like grunting. Like, yeah, kind of kind of clicking. Yeah, like, no, no, no. They're like, it's like the call. Like they're throwing their face up toward the ceiling, you uh-huh. know? And they're like, it's like a, I, I couldn't, I guess I, it's like a trumpeting sort sort of sound. Okay. Um, that sound I used to think was super cool. I think a lot of people right. out there thought it was super cool. Just everything about the Velociraptors was really uh-huh. cool and scary. But that sound was actually a recording of turtles having sex. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Kind of like a like a instantly less cool because kind of like a like a <sighs> <laughs> right. Yeah. They also recorded geese to make their the Velociraptor sounds. Why? Angry geese. I don't know. I mean it worked. You know what I mean? I mean, geese are aggressive, so that makes sense. There you go. That's why you think they're assholes, because geese are assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Geese are assholes. Yep. If we ever get that question again, yeah. when we spin it, geese. we should that someone should remember to say geese. Yeah. Fuck you. Look at me. Like, <laughs> that's what a geese would say. Right. A goose, you yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what geese would say. Not, not a geese. <laughs> 
Next up is E.T. E.T., Sam's favorite movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sam, no, that's sarcasm to those of you who can't read Jacob's voice and not see his face, uh, which is all of you. Um, Sam actually has a very irrational fear of E.T., who is benevolent, like totally innocent in the movie. He's not evil. He doesn't hurt anybody ever. Mm. That just didn't matter to her. He was just like the super scary, like alien raisin with really long arms, and she hated him. I'd believe that he had ulterior motives. (laughs) So in the filming of E.T., they had puppeteers, a professional mime, and like two little people helping to move him Uh to make him look lifelike. And it was mostly animatronics. But Why was a mime involved? They specifically said that the professional mime was responsible for like some of his more complex arm movements. I don't know. Wow, that sounds super lame. (laughs) I I mean, I glimpsed. I I just kind of scanned and that's what I saw. Uh, Now, more interesting, there is a scene in E.T. where E.T. is drunk and he falls over in the kitchen. I vaguely remember. I I really didn't like that movie. I remember it stressing me out. I thought it was really sad. I don't know. I was like too young to enjoy it. So I I just wasn't into it. Well, anyway, for those of you who, you know, have a a nostalgic love for E.T. or just any love for E.T., there is a scene where E.T., he gets a little tipsy. He falls over in the kitchen. Um, In this scene, and probably more than just this scene, but I wasn't able to find which other scenes it was, Mm -hmm. the person responsible for E.T.'s movements was a 12-year-old who was born without legs. Oh, no. Wearing the costume. No. (laughs) And falling over. Oh no. Uh, and he had to wear E.T.'s giant, heavy, remote-controlled head on his shoulders. <laughs> what parents signed their <laughs> child up for that? I, I don't know. But apparently he was super athletic for whatever that's worth. His name was Matthew Demerit. <laughs> Moving on. God. That had the about the effect it had on me when I first read yeah. it. <laughs> now we're going to talk about Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yes, you asked asked me about them earlier and I was mm. like, who, who are you talking about? Right. I, no I actually idea. have some good news for you. So this, uh-huh. this little tidbit is about PT Barnum. He's one of the founders of the circus. Okay. Um, right away. I was like, Oh shit. I'm reading about someone who started a circus. I'm going to read about like a ton of cruelty to like people and animals and stuff like that. No. Oh, he was benevolent. No, Mr. Barnum was actually super moralistic, cared about getting everybody their money's worth, including his own staff. Um, he did have a freak show at one point, which is super controversial, but according to, you know, some of the interviews I read, um, he was reported to have like really cared for people, really uh-huh. made sure they were taken care of and paid well, uh, as well as he could manage anyway. Um, he had, uh, made a lot of money for, especially for his time and he donated much of it to charity. Okay. Very relieved to hear all of that stuff. That yeah. sounds great. Sounds like a good he also, man. He also made a name for himself before the circus got started with museums. Okay. He, he loved animals. And when animals died, he really loved taxidermy in order to preserve them and display them. Yeah, I'm getting... He had a getting museum. Getting a hint of formaldehyde in your... He had a museum. In your story here. With his taxidermied animals. And there was a very unfortunate fire that burned everything down. Oh no, his animals. Right. I know. Um, it was very sad. Uh, apparently a house of his also burned down at one point, a mansion mm. that he named Iranistan. <laughs> 
Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was strange, but whatever. He called it a palace, and it just looked like a kind of colonial-looking mansion. Nope, well, no problem. It was just whatever. A, it was just an average McMansion. He wanted to feel like an Arabian prince. He named it Iranistan, apparently, and that okay. was fine. No one really blinked an eye. You know, old Barnum being himself. Oh, Barnum. So eccentric. Uh, he opened a new muse- museum after the last one burned. Uh-huh. Um, he put live animals in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the dead ones. Burned, so right. live ones must be better. Well, see, he still had actually quite a lot of taxidermy. The only live animals I could find that were in this museum were two whales oh. that were in uh, tanks of water. And did they, he light them they, on fire? No, he didn't. But the museum did catch on fire and his whales were boiled alive. Oh my God. <laughs> boiled? Boiled. That's specifically what it said, that they found them later after like they finally got the fire to calm down and they were boiled. The water got so hot, it boiled them. Live whales, Jacob. Well, did anyone eat them? No! Okay, that seems like a waste for one, okay? How often do you get the chance to eat whale nowadays? Not often. Well, where where are you, though? Because here, not a lot of chance, but if you go somewhere else, maybe. Yeah, sure. If I go to Australia, I can eat fucking kangaroo, Jessica. Not often do you get a chance to eat kangaroo. Anyway, so that happened. Anyway, I would have eaten the whale. (laughs) I, I, I read no reports of whale eating, just about two whales tragically being boiled alive. Yeah, because they didn't report that. That's exactly right. Anyway. Okay, also, like, so was he big on, like, insurance fraud or something? Like, why do all of his establishments I, keep burning? I don't know. Does he just get really hammered and fall asleep with, like, cigarettes lit? No, no. I mean, as far as I could tell, a lot of this happened while he was gone because he was traveling a lot. There was the, like, eventually, like, he had two museums that were super, super successful, but then he had the circus and he was traveling. So all his shit kept just catching on fire. Hmm. Sounds like some like vegan activism to me. I have no idea. But like luckily, you're, you're treating these animals poorly. We should light your whole place on fire and <laughs> <can> burn the <laughs> animals. <laughs> With the story of P.T. Barnum, that is the only terrible thing I was able to find in okay. his story. Well, and it was super fucked up. Like the idea of whales boiling alive, anything <laughs> boiling alive is very sad, unless it's lobsters because that's or crabs because that's delicious. It's just delicious. It's just really tasty. So let's move on. Uh, the next thing I have on my list is the most messed up story I could find on Reddit. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, in the yeah, span yeah, yeah. of like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so here we go. Uh, based off of reading the story, I couldn't tell if the person telling it was male or female. No big deal. We'll move on. The person uh, telling the story begins by saying that their grandpa had died. Okay. Um, and they and their family had decided on an open casket for his funeral. It's always a bad call. Not always. But in this case, it was. Just not for who you think. So um, the man, when they showed up to the funeral, uh, before guests arrived, the man inside the casket, not grandpa. Interesting. Some other old man. They don't know. So they immediately bring this to the attention of the staff uh, and are furious because this stranger is wearing grandpa's best suit and his wedding ring. (laughs) Interesting. Right. They point this out. They're obviously super pissed off. Uh, And the staff of the funeral home explains that they're sorry. They misplaced grandpa's body. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) 
Like they lost it. That's basically, that's what they're sticking to. They lost it. They misplaced his body. What? No, someone bought that. No, no, no. See, this is what I think. They cremated him on accident and gave his remains to another family already. And so they just thought no one would recognize. So they just threw in, like they had another old man on hand. And so they dressed him like grandpa, put him in the casket and just like hoped no one would notice. I mean, you'd think they'd like just bash his face and be like, hey, oops, like his face got bashed. Should we, just, should we just close the casket? And they'd be like, oh my God, yeah, that's horrible. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, wow, that's horrible. Really, really fucked up. Also, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that So long you, as you weren't related to Papa. To Papa, yeah. I'm glad you find that funny. These are going to get much less so as we go. Oh, no. Moving on to the Power Rangers. Oh, I was a big fan of Power Rangers so when was I was I. a kid. So was I. So we're going to start with the the stuff that's a little easier to listen to. These are these are generally more mild. Uh, it's just the reason I, I put these higher up in the list is because once you hear these stories, you're never going to be able to watch it without thinking of them. I mean, so I don't chance, see myself watching Power Rangers anytime soon. I tried. I wanted Ryan to like it because I liked it so much. Yeah. I wanted my kids to like the show. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I forced you to sit down and stare at this. But uh, anyway, I do have very fond memories. Do you remember the original Blue Ranger? <sighs> Nerdy guy, blonde, glasses. Yes. His name, the actor's name is David Yost. Okay. He was harassed nonstop while he was on set uh, because everyone on set apparently was suspicious that he was gay. Okay. Um, And he even said in an interview years later that writers, producers, creators, and directors were constantly being nasty to him, like throughout filming the show, Uh, even bringing other cast members into like private office meetings in order to grill them about what they knew about his private life. I mean, isn't like 70% of the people in Hollywood just like sexually fluid? Well, see, like that's that's now. According to him in this in this interview I listened to, the 90s were just different. Like that wasn't that wasn't just a thing people heard and kind of waved off. Okay. Either well, I way. Mean, is he even gay? He is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they weren't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they were just constantly being just like like vicious towards him throughout all of the the filming of this show, I guess. Um, and apparently this didn't let up the entire time he was on it. Yikes. So uh, eventually, obviously, he was driven to a point where he just quit and walked off the set. Uh, but he was so like tormented up in his brain uh-huh. that he entered himself into conversion therapy. Oh, man. Which didn't work. Right. So he suffered a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And uh, ended up because of, I believe he said suicidal like thoughts and stuff, uh, had to spend like five weeks in an institution. Yeah. Luckily and thankfully he's fine now. Seems great, happy and healthy. And he does little like not cameo appearances, but like shows up for like panels and stuff Uh for conventions and things for Power Rangers. Um, He seems great now, but it just wasn't that for a while. Yeah. Moving on. Interesting. Um, One not original Red Ranger by the name of Ricardo Medina. Uh-huh. So basically from from one of the shows we probably didn't watch. Right. Uh, Ricardo Medina, not original Red Ranger, he got into a violent argument with his roommate in 2015 uh, about the way that his girlfriend had parked her car. Mm. Mm. Yeah, one that thing, happens. Right. No, I, I get it. Girlfriends one, park cars and relationships are ruined. We're not great at parking cars. Sometimes people get mad. It's it's circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, one thing led to another and uh, Ricardo Medina proceeded to stab his roommate several times oh. with a sword that he kept behind his bedroom door. Whoa. And he was charged with first degree murder. <laughs> first degree? That's not first degree murder. Well, he, it was actually kind of, I, I wasn't privy to like all the details of the case. He was charged with it at first. That's what they suspected him of. Damn. He ended up through evidence um, and his defense attorneys just d- probably doing a really great job for him. Uh, he entered into a plea deal. Yeah. Um, got away with not first degree murder, but voluntary manslaughter and got that's, like six years. That's, yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> oh, a huge difference. Because wherever, I don't know what state he was in when this happened, but it said that he was facing like a life sentence if he didn't figure out like how to turn it around. Yeah. Um, so in his like, I don't know, preliminary hearing, or whatever, um, he entered into a plea agreement. He pled guilty and they were able to get him voluntary manslaughter and six years in prison. Wow. The, and like the, the article I read that in was in 2017. With a sword. Oh, a sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. Yeah. My girlfriend parks great. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. I was the red power ranger. You were a red power ranger. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. I fucking dare I'll you. show you my sword skills, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, last in the the Power Ranger list, the power, there's another power, one. There's, there's one, a third there's, Power Ranger. There's, there's one more. Uh, the original Yellow Ranger. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I didn't have time to look it up. I really wanted to, but uh-huh. then we had to sit down, and I realized I hadn't done it yet. Uh, it looks like Thuy Trang. T H U Y Trang. It's probably like it's probably pronounced like toy or or um, something like Twee that. Twee or whatever. Yeah. Who it's knows? Definitely not pronounced the way it looks in English, but yeah. Yeah. I and I I she seemed like she was my favorite Power Ranger. And so I'd hate to mispronounce her name, but I I just don't know how to pronounce it. So we're, we'll say Miss Trang. Original yellow Power Ranger Miss Trang was driving with her friend Angela who was a soon to be bride who had asked uh, Ms. Trang to be her bridesmaid. Uh-huh. They were driving along, having a great time uh, with another bridesmaid right. uh, in the upcoming wedding when their car swerved off road straight into a rock face. Oh. And Ms. Trang died at the age no. of 27. Yellow Power Ranger Yellow Power died. Ranger. She's gone. She gone. Oh, man. <clears throat> and they had a, I had no idea. She was, it was like the only picture I could find of her. I guess she, she did some other stuff, just not not like stuff that she was yeah. at the forefront of. Um, but she was in one of the Crow movies, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I believe that. Yeah. Because yeah. she still, she does like um, like martial arts and stuff like that. Like that was all real. Yeah. She she reminded me of my first girlfriend and only fiance. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I was in kindergarten. Her name was Sarah. Aww. I don't remember her last name. Um, but she was you know, the five-year-old love of my life. Mm -hmm. And then she moved to Hawaii. So Sarah, if you're listening to this and you went to Edison Elementary and then you moved to Hawaii, like, give me a call, you know, like (laughs) message me on Facebook or something. (laughs) Um, Please don't forget that this is a filler episode. Oh, this is a filler episode and I can totally be in a relationship by now. (laughs) But hey, send, send me a text, you know, like, like, hey, I'm alive, you know, and I didn't crash into a rock face or something. That'd be cool to know. I thought that was super sad. That's why that's at the end of that. Um, But that is, that's all for the Power Rangers. Everybody else doing super great, by the way. I mean, that's good for them. (laughs) They're all apparently still friends. Yeah. Well, remember we missed it. The, what was it? It was the Green Ranger was in Tyler, Texas. Yeah. (laughs) 
How random. So next up, uh, Disney's Peter Pan. Disney's Peter Pan. Yes. See, I, I know I know Peter Pan's got kind of a twisted story, the, the real one. It does. Uh, I read something about like the author based the story off of um, his younger brother who died at like 13. Yeah, something. Um, but that was about it. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of like their childhood wasn't tragic. It was just that he died early. That was tragic. You know what I mean? So it was just he was very sad about his loss. And that's that's what people are saying would ruin your childhood. But I think I, I think this really does the job better personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the voice actor and character inspiration for the Disney movie, his name was Bobby Driscoll. Uh, he won a Juvenile Academy Award in 1949. Okay. So I don't know that that's specifically for his voice acting in Disney, probably for a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, he won an Academy Award. Um, and then, you know, as a teenager was making like 50 grand a year. And in the 50s, sounds like yeah. that's when this was happening. That's that's a lot of it's money. I mean, shit, like I'd kill for that much right. in a year. That's what I mean. <laughs> like he, he was doing really well, uh, but unfortunately spent it all on drugs. Mm. Sad. See, drugs will get you. Mm-hmm. They'll get you every time. Right. So uh, he became an addict, obviously, and he ended up disappearing in his 30s. Oh. Only to be discovered by his mother, buried in an unmarked grave. Oh. After his fingerprints were matched with records at the police station, when she questioned the, basically the people who owned the cemetery and like tracked back to like when he was discovered, talked to the police station, talked to the funeral home and all that. He had been buried there for over a year. Whoa. No one knowing who he was, uh, only knowing him as a young man they found alone and dead in an abandoned apartment building. Yeah, he's just a John Doe. Yep. Damn. Rough. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like Haley Joel Osment just just dying <laughs> <laughs> and, and being buried. Well, see, it's just crazy to me to think grave. about like, I'm never going to watch that movie, hear his voice and not think about this. And not think about, hey, this guy became a drug addict who died in an unmarked grave. <laughs> yeah. Like no one knew where he was for a full year, over a year. Yeah. And then they finally track him down and he's been dead that whole time. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that's what drugs will do. I've heard some twisted stories. That's definitely up there mm-hmm. on them. But yeah, yep. damn. Don't do drugs, kids. Stick to liquor. There are no kids listening to this podcast. Don't do drugs. If there are kids listening to this podcast, go to stop. bed. <laughs> go to bed. Stop listening to this podcast. Uh, so Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Uh, Ted, Cat in the Hat? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Green uh, eggs and hop, ham. Hop on hop on pop. pop. Yep. Yeah. Ted Geisel. Who the fuck's that? That is Dr. Seuss. Ted Seuss Ew, Geisel. Gross. Yeah. Gross. No, himself, stick to Seuss. <laughs> called himself Dr. Seuss. His middle name is Seuss. Or maybe that's a, like another last name or something. He began an affair. Oh. Ouch. Began an affair with a woman almost 20 years younger than him. Oh. Who was also married. <gasps> His wife, Helen was suffering from cancer at the time. Committed suicide when she found out. (laughs) My God. And left behind the following note. Quote, I am too old and enmeshed in everything you do and are that I cannot conceive of life without you. My going will leave quite a rumor, but you can say I was overworked and overwrought. Your reputation with your friends will not be harmed. Unquote. Oh, shit. He married his mistress the following summer. No. (laughs) And 
had her send her two young daughters from her previous marriage off to live at a boarding school when she moved in because he wasn't interested in having kids. Dude, how big is his dick? Like (laughs) 100%. What the fuck? He was in his 60s when this happened. Oh my God. He got that wrinkly dick. Mm -hmm. And he, oh my God. This ruined Dr. Seuss books for me. I loved those. Those were like a huge part of like my childhood. And I read that and I was like, oh my God, that's the bleakest shit I've ever read. (laughs) Some of the bleakest shit. We'll say that. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to think of Dr. Seuss puns I can make this entire time. (laughs) So far I'm at, I do not like old eggs (laughs) and ham. (laughs) He told his mistress that she could hop on pop. Oh my God, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rough. Well, you watch out, man, because next one is The Wizard of Oz. No, dude, that's bad. I know. Dr. Seuss. I know. And what kills me is that her note is like, I get it. I'm not good enough for you. Dude, the note is literally like, hey, like you fucked me over and I died because of it. Just but no one will care because him. you're a cunt. Like basically. No, it sounds sadder than that. To me, it sounds like, like, I can't live without you. And, you know, I'm really sorry that this is going to make waves, but just tell them, you know, it was the stress. Jesus sorry. Christ. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. We are going to get rid of the children's Dr. Seuss books. Mm-hmm. No, we won't, but we won't. But in theory, <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. He's not benefiting. Yeah, from this no, anymore I also, anyway. I also don't care that much. <laughs> His books are some good shit. They are. They're good. That's true. His mistress also believes that they're really good. She loved those books. She had a hand uh, in his oh, inspiration. Yeah, yeah she, she did. That's what she said anyway. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> so the he wizard- really, really blew up after they were together, right? Uh-huh. Oh, was that a terrible pun? <laughs> I don't even know that it was a am pun. I, am I too drunk? You're too drunk. <laughs> that's not a pun. <laughs> So the Wizard of Oz. Yep. (laughs) We're going to start from things that are the least traumatizing. Okay. To the things that are the most traumatizing. You have multiple Wizard of Oz things. I got multiple. Multiple. I got got multiple. (laughs) (laughs) Wizard of Oz things. Uh, So thing one, the cowardly lion costume made of actual lion skin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Personally, that's awesome. It's kind of baller. Yeah. 100%. But I know for a fact there are some people out there who care a lot about lions but like, and hearing that you yeah. know a movie that meant a lot to you when you were a little kid they murdered some now, lions now to make look a costume. look look i don't know for a fact that lions are endangered now right mm. but if they are endangered now i mean most likely they were in the what 50s when the movie came out 60s um i know i saw it i don't think i have it in my notes i'm sorry Super it doesn't old. matter it was you know garland judy garland i mm-hmm. mean that was it was a long time ago she died in like 70s so right I don't know. Anyway, you know, that doesn't just happen overnight. And who made the movie? MGM. MG. Oh my God, MGM. They have the lion. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they oh my skinned God. its babies. They recycled. <laughs> they waited till they got old and then they used them for something. There never was a cowardly lion until the lions were usable, I guess. Who knows? Next up. Uh, the Tin Man almost died from inhaling the aluminum paint they made him wear. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> The, 
that's oh, fucked up. Oh, damn. Uh, now, the original Tin Man, who suffered all of the, these... Dude, health- he probably has so much cancer if he's, he's not dead. Who, who suffered all of these health problems because of fucking aluminum paint they just sprayed into his face, uh, is not the one you see in the movie. He had to be hospitalized. They forced him out of it, erased all the work he had done, and replaced him. Oh. And he has suffered breathing problems from that point on. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. MGM. Damn, they didn't give a fuck. Nope. This is like one of the most beloved movies ever. Mm-hmm. Oh. I haven't gotten to the worst part. Oh, God. Yeah. Is it Toto? <laughs> no. I mean, God, I don't know. Did they skin Toto and put, put, him, put him on the cowardly lion? He was never alive. Also, puppets. <laughs> There's a 12-year-old in that yeah. one, too. <laughs> There's a 12-year-old armless and legless child that plays Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Antm. What is that? That is uh Dorothy's The metal that's in No, it's Dorothy Wolverine. Dorothy's aunt. No, that's Adamantium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh Dorothy's aunt in uh-huh. the beginning of the movie, she lives with her aunt and her uncle. Yes. Auntie M is her aunt. Oh, Auntie. Auntie M. M. Like Auntie Emily. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what her name is. They just call her M. Uh, committed suicide at age 85. Oh, wow. That's kind of old for suicide. Because her arthritis was so severe and painful. She oh opted God. to overdose. That's so sad. I know. That's like the saddest reason for suicide. I know. She was in so much pain. We're super sad. I'm going to take this opportunity to say that physician-assisted suicide... That's so sad. I know, I know. So, so, so sad. Oh my God. I know. Super fucking bleak. I told you it was going to get worse as yeah, we went. Yeah, like, I don't remember what she looks like. I'm like, I'm imagining, like, uh, uh, oh, what's the ant's name in the Spider-Man movies? Oh, the no, that's-, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Based off of what I can remember, and it's been a while since I've seen The Wizard of Oz, uh, she looks like Aunt May. Aunt May. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the old one, not not the new. In, in the Aunt Aunt Tobey Tobi Maguire. Been movies. getting consecutively younger as and the movies. For no reason, yeah, as the movies inexplicably, continue. Inexplicably, <laughs> they just yeah can't have any elderly people in no. there. Uh, but anyway, so that was that was her fate. Very very sad. Wow. Moving on to the worst one. No. Judy Garland. Judy, you you're gonna talk trash about Judy Garland? No. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, we're about to lose so many fans. No <laughs> trash is gonna get talked about Judy because Judy Judy had a really rough time. Uh oh. Filming this movie. Oh, Oh no. So Judy Garland. Weinstein was, wasn't involved. Not yet. No. Uh, but perhaps his grandfather was. <laughs> oh my God. Shut so, up. So uh, Judy Garland, whose real name was Francis Gum, was only 16 when The Wizard of Oz was filmed. MGM forced her on a strict diet of only chicken broth and coffee to keep her thin. Oh fuck. She reported later on that she had been groped by the director and by the munchkins. No, shut the fuck up no during the filming mgm opted to feed her at the age of 16 uh her and other cast members pep pills to keep them awake and working for 72 hours straight is this amphetamines i have no idea it has to. i've never heard of pep pills i can only assume what that means uppers i mean basically what year was this jessica uh i don't know you have to look it up oh we can't we don't have time so they fed her pep 
pep pills along with other cast members in order to keep them awake and working for 72 hours straight and then fed them sleep tablets when they decided they wanted them to rest. Quote, oh this God. is this is a quote from Judy Garland in an interview. She says, they had us working days and nights on end. They'd give us pills to keep us on our feet long after we were exhausted. Then they'd knock us out with sleeping pills. After four hours, they would wake us up and give us pet pills again so we could work another 72 hours in a row. What the fuck? I know. So after filming this movie at the age of 16, Judy obviously had a terrible drug addiction. She went on to have several divorces, several suicide attempts, and eventually she died of a drug overdose. Yeah. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah. Because of that haunting her her entire life. Damn. Wizard of Oz, man. We got, we got gropey munchkins. Mm -hmm. We got Nazi-esque amphetamine boosting. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so wild. Like, I wouldn't believe this if someone just told me and I didn't read it myself, but it's there. It's just sitting there for people to read. Jesus. Yeah. And MGM owns like a third of Vegas. Well, I mean, cross your fingers. They're, they're a little more ethical now than they were then. Fuck. But who knows? Fucking skinning lions. <laughs> <laughs> For their, their production costume Straight design. Straight poisoning actors. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. Oh boy. Well, that's, that's it. That's all I got. I, I hope I've bummed you out because that was, that was the goal. <laughs> look, look, I was never a huge fan of the movie, you know, like mm-hmm. in general. So I'm not that bummed out. I'm, I'm honestly shocked. Like Same. that's nuts. That's what I meant. Like before we, before we started recording, I was telling you, I can't watch this movie anymore. Like there's no, there's no point now. It's not like I'm like, I'm, I'm taking a stand. I'm, you know, I'm everyone- making- a difference. Let's boycott Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Let's cancel the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm not making a difference now. Everyone who could have benefited. Yeah, benefited they've, they've already that. made their billions. Right. Anyone who was actually directly responsible for any of this stuff is gone, like long gone at this point. But I just, there's no way I can watch it and not look at her and think about all the things that happened while they were filming. Her fucking Tin Man and that lion costume looking way too real. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I I mean, don't get I mean, me wrong. It, it I, didn't though, right? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like that was, that was money not they, well They spent. really should have used fake, <laughs> fake yeah. skins. They would have saved a lot of money. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's, it's mostly, it's because it would make me so sad to see Auntie M. Like there's that. That was, that one was brutal. That, I'm not going to lie. That's a brutal one to hear. That was brutal. Like yeah. that's so sad. I know. So you're going to watch that movie and, and I, see her and know exactly what's going to happen to her in just a few years after filming. And like, then you see Judy and you're like, or Francis Gum, you know, you're going to see her and see like, wow, you know, she's so beautiful and vibrant and you know, she, she had a very unique voice too. Oh, I know. Yeah. Beautiful. But then you're like, it's all on the surface though, because under all of that, she's being like horribly abused and mistreated. Dude, but she was 16. Her parents were in, in the game. I mean, I don't know because like were label laws what they were supposed to be back then. I don't think so. Um, No, no. I think, I think they were, we, we got rid of child factories in like the twenties or something. Sure. But I'm saying that's, that's when all the labor laws like went into effect. And it was like, that's when we mandated that 18 
18 made you an adult for some weird reason. Okay. So even then you think like her parents would have had to be like directly involved. Yeah. That makes me even sadder, dude. Yeah. That sucks. Her parents didn't give a shit. It was, it was, hey, our daughter is pretty and can sing and can make us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, I had no idea, by the way. And I feel like an absolute idiot because I didn't notice like how alike they look. Uh, I had no idea that Liza Minnelli was Judy Garland's daughter. Liza Minnelli? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not picturing her. She's like worshipped by the gays. Like they but love her so much. I'm not a, I'm and not, I get I'm it because she was, she was hot stuff. Um, I get, we'll, we'll talk about it during the break. Okay. Yeah. Just whip out a picture of Liza. Mm-hmm. She was kind of. It sounds familiar. I know the name. She, she's been around a really long time. Um, very, you know, sexy, smoky. Like she kind of had a vibe like, um, Catherine Zeta Jones in Chicago, not Chicago. The, the women who murder Chicago music, musical. Was that Chicago? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Great musical. She totally see it on Broadway. It was hilarious. <laughs> Way better than the movie. But like, you know, you see Catherine Zeta Jones in that role yeah. and she's like, you know, just really sexy, but like dangerous. And then there's also that like jazzy sort of vibe. Yeah. That's all Liza. Like okay. in her prime, that's what she was all about. Yeah. Everybody I'm not going to lie. Everybody ate it up. Watching Chicago on, on Broadway, they had like that 60 year old woman who was playing that role. Dude, she was hot. It didn't like, it doesn't, really? it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up, but she was, <laughs> she was hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, like Helen Mirren. Like she has no yeah. right to be hot but being that is. old, but yeah. she's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Betty White. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I got you. It's okay. Yeah. Not, not exactly what I had you in mind. You don't have to be I was thinking here. more like. This is a safe space. Like Helen Mirren, Jessica Lange. Oh yeah, for sure. No right being hot at that age yet is. Yes. Meryl Streep in the right setting. Okay. Like Devil Wears Prada, hot, hot Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. That was wild, man. Like I'm not an empathetic person. I'm really not. You know this. I do. But goddamn Auntie M, man. Auntie M. That's brutal. That is the saddest suicide I've ever heard. Oh my God. Like just in so much pain, like just let me die. I, I can't do that this is anymore. Did you read how she did it? Yeah. She overdosed. Okay. Yeah. At least, at least it was that. She didn't she, like yeah, do she, something brutal. Obviously she had like a ton of like prescriptions. Oh my so God. She, she probably couldn't even slit her own wrists because her arthritis. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making yourself sadder. Oh my God. Literally the only way she could have done it is by overdose. Oh my God. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh. It's time for a break. It's time. We need a break. Let's eat taquitos. We'll Fuck. cry. We'll cry it out yeah. and we'll, we'll come back. Yeah. We seriously need to. Dear God. sad anymore. Let's listen to WAP and forget about Antium. WAP, WAP, WAP. How are we going to listen to it? Well, we can't play it on the break. I don't think. We can play less than 30 seconds of it. Can we? Like, did we officially like find out that that's okay? No. Certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull out game weak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Ready? I don't understand music videos anymore. <laughs> 
because his because of rod how loose, how loose she is was so enormous mm-hmm. that it made her 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 wet and gushy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. feel extra tight. Right. a Mozart song I need you to listen to. This is a song about eating ass. Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. Look, look, look my ass, Amadeus. Yeah, from now on. And we're back. Here we are. Time for the second wheel spin. Jessica, do the honors. That was clean. Ricky would be proud of that. I, I felt like he would be. All right. What'd you land on? Okay. So we landed on things that sound naughty, but aren't sent in by TJ. Ah, TJ. Little freak. <laughs> <laughs> things that sound naughty. But aren't. Bust. You can bust in poker and you can bust in other things. But no, but that's something that sounds naughty because it is. Oh. People say bust a nut. You know, they're not talking yeah. about poker. You know exactly what they're talking about. It's got to be something else. Phalange. Sound naughty but are not naughty things that are that sound like they're naughty but they are not naughty at all so dirty sounding stuff that isn't dirty um anal fissure (laughs) (laughs) honestly when you i mean you say anal but then you say fissure and that immediately doesn't sound (laughs) like dirty in like a sexy way okay sounds just dirty like in a gross way um i don't know there was this there's this board game we played once where it was like you know get your mind out of the gutter Uh because you had to read a description yeah and you had to guess what it was but it was never something dirty but it always sounded like it was yeah try to describe a volcano um a mountain shaped uh you too drunk for me to have asked that question probably i don't know they look like it looks like a mountain it's got hot stuff inside and it explodes creating a a cloud a big old cloud and it (laughs) smothers people with its hot goo <laughs> Essentially, that's the kind of stuff that you would have to say. Not the mountain stuff, but uh, all the other stuff you said. And you'd have to be like, oh, it's a volcano or whatever. And it was only a volcano and never anything else. Yeah. And never um, a penis. Penis. I don't know. I mean, considering that we all know what a dildo is, Bilbo Baggins sounds really weird. Uh, what's he What's he bagging? <laughs> <laughs> what's he bagging? Bagging Bilbo's. <laughs> Big, big dildos. Bilbos. Big old Bilbos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just the only thing I can think of. And you and I said we were going to try to be better about not letting like, like specifically, you know, answering the wheel go on for too long. Oh, yeah. We we've let take that a long go on time. for way too long. Yeah. Many times. Well, I don't know. Sounds naughty. Sounds naughty, but isn't. But I feel isn't like it's got to be coin something purse. more. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Brian, could you help me shave my coin 
purse, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like coin purse. That shouldn't be naughty. It's a, it's, it's, it's a purse for your coins. Right. Yet it's also a ball sack, you know, or, or would that not count? Cause that's like slang. It is slang now. I don't know. Sounds naughty, but is not naughty. I know for a fact he wrote that down without thinking of what the answer could be. Yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> hoped we would fi- figure something out and be funny about it. I mean, there are so many things that that just sound naughty because slang has turned them so. Like snatch. <laughs> mm, things that sound naughty but are not naughty. Hinge. Hinge sounds like the dirtiest dating app on the planet. It actually does. Sound like one hundred percent. Would like it would be a dirty dating. Yes. App. But then you hear it like other names like. Bumble and it's got like the B or whatever. Yeah. Like that seems really innocent. No, Bumble like, is barely a step up from Tinder. But it's dirtier than Hinge. Yeah, no, Hinge is like that's what I'm wholehearted. Saying. Yeah. 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 But like that's, that's all what I'm I got. saying. Like, that's Hinge, all I have. Hinge sounds just like the raunchiest dating app. Something that, there that is. sounds naughty but isn't is like for me, it's describing something because like, I don't know, let's say you run into somebody who doesn't know what a volcano is. Let's say you run into someone who doesn't know, you know, what the sound of mac and cheese starts mac and cheeses and you have to describe it it's gonna sound pretty bad sounds like good pussy <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing i can think of and that's why i said you know describe a volcano that's my answer i guess it's the description of a volcano okay or a geyser sounds naughty but isn't i just keep thinking of you know minge but that is naughty is it that's that that's like british slang for pubic hair uh, i could be wrong though i'm not british yeah i don't know okay judge me if you want to british people yeah we because do you that. guys keep coming back there's at least one maybe two of you that keeps coming back to listen and uh we appreciate you just so you know yeah spread the word man we drink tea tell you know tell the queen about us we weren't about it long ago but we're about it now we yeah, drink it that's true we drink all sorts of tea, black tea. We don't know tea. what minge means. So how about you get a hold of us and you tell us what it means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Define minge for us so that we don't have to look it up. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a lot of work. Plus there's differing up. opinions. There's like a Brit- actual British people and American people pretending they know more than British people really yeah. clash on the internet. Yeah. Did you know that bloke just means guy? Yeah. That bloke meant like asshole. Yeah, no. Mm. Huh. Yeah. It's like Sheila in Australia. It's just a woman. I saw the Sheila. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. You know what Terry told me? What? Is uh, Australian slang for fucking somebody casually. Huh? Rooting. Rooting? Mm-hmm. She wanted a serious relationship, but we I was just rooting rooting her. <laughs> we, we were only rooting. Huh. Rooting. Mm-hmm. Those dirty want, Australians. I just, oh, I just wanted to root her. Yeah. I mean, honestly, an Australian can just tell me anything. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> You'd be like, all right. I'd be like, I don't Whatever care. you want. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> It's not female, it's a dude. You're like, all right. Marry me. How do you feel about New Zealand accents? Similar enough. Like the Kiwis. Yeah, similar enough. Okay. I'm into it. Not as not as ideal as Australian, but I'll take it. I was trying to describe to Terry what he looks like to me because he was just, he was asking, he was like, like, why do you keep messing my hair up? Because I do all the time yeah. for no reason. Like, it's not like we're in the middle of stuff. Like we're just sitting there and I'm like, oh, okay. He's talking and I'm like, like aggressively pulling his hair around. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just making your hair messy. And he's like, why? And I tried to tell him, I was like, because when you have messy hair, now that your beard's grown out, you look like Carl Urban in The Boys. Oh, shit. And he's like, I do? Wow, that's a fucking compliment. And I was like, it's true. And you should take it that way. <laughs> like, you look good. <laughs> what was it? Mm, what, what is it? what? Sporty Spice. What's she up to? What? Why are you? Sporty fucking Spice. <laughs> <laughs>
Anywho. So we answered the question. We answered it. Kind of. There's uh, a lot of things that sound naughty. I know. That's, it's just, that was the best we could do being as drunk as we are. That's true, man. It's late too. I don't even know what time it is. Almost three o'clock. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, let's jump into some damn that's fucked up. Right. Right. Your fucked up stuff. My fucked up stuff. So started off. I found a Facebook post. You did. I did. That was talking about uh, accusations of, you know, rape and molestation in churches. Ah, uh, yes. Right. I am familiar. Now, obviously, most people listening will like think, oh, like the Catholic Church, because Catholic Church is just notorious for molestations, right. you know, terribleness. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's a lot of churches, not just Catholic, you know, just. Well, it's happening all over I the mean, place. I it's, mean, it's churches, it's schools, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And churches just happen to be getting a lot of focus because they happen to have a lot of trust in people. And so that's where a lot of tension goes to. So uh, there was a post on on Facebook about, you know, the a specific church getting uh, accusations mm-hmm. of rape and molestation. And there was a comment on the post okay. that I thought was, hmm, I, I had a thought after reading this comment. <laughs> I, I, I believe you'll be able to figure out what that thought was. Okay. But here it is, word for word. The kingdom of God is under attack by the kingdom of Satan. We will not tolerate any allegations, whether true or false, against workers of the vineyard. <laughs> if a pastor molests you, take it for the team. A divine reward awaits you. <laughs> oh my God. What? So I read that and thought, damn, that's fucked up. Oh my God. Yeah. Whether true or false, like lost me there. Okay. Then if a pastor molests you, take it for the team. Oh my God. A divine reward awaits you. Absolutely not. Terrible. Absolutely not. Terrible. That's like, uh, did you ever, you probably didn't, but there was this documentary on Netflix called, I think the keepers. No. And it's this Catholic school where all these young girls are in there and they're being taught by nuns. Mostly it's nuns who are their teachers and the like more authoritative faculty are priests. Uh huh. And they talk about how this one school had so much child abuse, like sexual abuse in it. Um, and they managed to get one of the students who was, abused like directly abused by like the principal he would say stuff like that to her that like like allowing him to do things was like getting her more favor with god type stuff that's that's the kind of stuff he would say to her it's just so gross so messed up so fucked up yeah so we started off a little light (laughs) right yeah no we're we're (laughs) easing our way in yeah that's clear uh because moving on this next one it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> so February 10th, mm-hmm. 2020, you That's might have birthday. known that as the date, exact date of my 23rd birthday. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a 22 year old named Kanad Bassi. Okay. okay. Don't know how to pronounce it. We're going to roll with that. From Glasgow, mm-hmm. which I don't know where that is, but Europe. It's the UK. Right. Uh, took three of his friends for a drive in his BMW. He, unbeknownst to them, was twice the blood alcohol limit. Ooh. Yeah, which I don't know what their limit is. Could be less than ours. I also, Who knows? I, just he was twice the limit. Because I'm, I'm drunk and I shouldn't care about it, but because I shouldn't, I do. I don't know if Glasgow is in the UK or if it's in Ireland, because I don't think Ireland's a part of the UK. Look, look, look. It's somewhere in Europe. 
It is. So somewhere, somewhere specifically boom. in the area. Yeah. Yeah. He was twice the blood alcohol limit. He also may have, and this is confirmed, taken cocaine and ecstasy. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting mixture combination. As he's driving his BMW, mm. going over the speed limit as BMW drivers do, he crashed his car into a tree. Okay. Now, Bassey was the only one in his car wearing a seatbelt. His three oh. other friends were not wearing seatbelts. Oh no. The 16 year old that was sitting in the passenger seat uh, slammed through the glove box, through the glove box, okay, mm -hmm. and died instantly, was jammed inside of it. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, the two passengers in the back seat were knocked unconscious and suffered other injuries, right? But yep. in the initial hit, were both unconscious. Mm -hmm. So Bassey, being the only one in with a seatbelt on, only yep. had a slight injury to his wrist. Any safety harness. Right. Yeah. He had a slight injury to his wrist. There was blood, but he was fine, all in all. Now, knowing what he had just done, he made the decision, right, to crawl into the back seat and push his friend into the driver's seat and then use her cell phone to call 999, which is our 911, and said that to his frame, friend- To frame her. His friend crashed into a tree. Yeah. Silver lining. Someone had the wherewithal to call emergency services, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. Uh, the fact that before calling for help for your friends, you decided to swap bodies. Yes. He tried to frame his friend as being the one that was driving. Now her, the one that was framed and the other in the back seat definitely remembered him being the one that was driving. Yeah. Right. It was his car and his DNA in being blood was all over the driver's side and the dash whereas her dna being blood was all over the back seat yeah. and he was caught and sentenced to jail thank god yes but that's fucked up that is <laughs> fucked up yeah so like he was more worried about consequences to himself than he was worried about getting immediate help for his friends yes that's what that was absolutely absolutely because i think he i think it was like he like broke his wrist right so moving someone with a broken wrist does not seem very easy right no and she had i believe it was like she had like a broken like femur and a broken broken ribs and all sorts of shit right so like moving her well, with a car accident that yeah. fucking intense like yeah and she and wasn't no wearing seat a seatbelt no harness at all uh -huh. yeah the only reason she probably lived is because bmws are notoriously small mm -hmm. in the back seat and there's not a lot of space there's to get not a lot around of, yeah exactly so who knows but uh super fucked bassy made a real fucked up move there yeah God, my writing is so bad today. I can barely read this. <laughs> so this is this one. This one is going to be quick. Okay, okay. This is okay. number three. Oh, wow. No, I'm talking about six things. I numbered wrong. Oops. Whoops. So a quick one, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you might know a famous pop star, pop legend, if you will, named, goes by the small name of Michael Jackson. Mm, yeah, I believe I've heard right. of him before. AKA the king of pop, mm. you know, whatever. Uh, as you know, he died of an overdose, right? Yes. Um, what? Not long ago. Like six years ago now, something like that? Over, I probably- Eight years ago? I honestly, I don't know. I don't believe it's more than 10. Yeah, uh, I don't know. When he died, I know I was with Terry and 
and Terry and I haven't been married for 10 years yet. Okay. So, but a while ago, mm-hmm. we'll say between 2010 or between 2012 and 2014, somewhere in there, yeah. he died. Um, well, apparently his cousin managed to get the IV drip that he had used to overdose on propofol. It wasn't a suicide, by the way. No, That's I not didn't what say it was. It was, it was accidental yeah, overdose. I didn't say it was. Okay. So he died, right? He had an IV drip with propofol yeah. and he overdosed and died. Mm-hmm. Uh, his cousin apparently managed to take the IV drip out of his hotel room and keep it. Ew. Right? And now she is selling the blood-stained IV drip that delivered the lethal, the lethal dose and killed Michael Jackson. It is being auctioned off through memorabilia expert auctions where they expect to get at least $2,500 for it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Only one thing to say about that. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Kidding it's, me? See, it's not like it would like, I don't know if it would be better if it she would be getting more money or less money. Like why? Should, why did she have it? Why did she like that's what's that's what's so gross is her first inclination was to grab it so that she could sell it. Like it wasn't memorabilia. It wasn't like I'm so close to him, you know, and so I'm going to keep this to remember his worst moments or fucking whatever, like whatever, uh-huh. whatever, it, whatever the best, like the best case scenario would have been for her to keep that. Instead, it was, oh, he's dead now. What can I grab right now yep. that I could sell later? Yep. That's yep. so fucked up. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, dude, like you're going to, it's the king of pop. Your first thought is, oh no, like my cousin's dead. What can I pawn out of his hotel room? Let me take his IV. Yeah. His blood stained. Also too, like it's kind of stupid like let me take a blood-stained iv and hope someone thinks it's legitimate and not just literally any blood-stained iv i could have gotten from anyone yep now she could sell it to like the museum of death they would be interested in it but they're not going to pay a lot for it no you ever been there uh museum of death in la i've been curious but i looked into it like i i read some reviews um and heard some on like a podcast and i talked to katie and dad too because they've been there i've been there and they've said like it's one of those things where like it seems really interesting and it is at first but it gets to a point at some somewhere within it like middle to the end somewhere somewhere in there where you're like ooh yeah the very beginning this isn't entertaining anymore the very very beginning is cool they have like shrunken heads Mm -hmm. they have like you know like body parts Ted Bundy's car they uh maybe they had that there at one point okay I don't know if they still do but uh when I went I don't remember there being a car yeah um and like they have like all like the first like room that you go into it's just like like curiosities and like weird things then as you get deeper it is like literally just photos upon photos of just like the goriest deaths you can imagine and they're all real it was brutal and then at the very end the last room you go into is a non-stop looping uh non-stop looping like series of snuff films and like people literally being murdered on camera or like dying in some way on camera and you see the gore and like the blood and it's it's brutal yeah it was brutal 
That's, like that's you kinda... literally watch people get like executed. You watch people like kill themselves. You watch people shoot other people and you watch like it was it was fucking brutal. Right, right, right. That's what someone was saying. Um, I think they talked about it also even on the uh, and that's why we drink. They talk about it how like, yeah, you know, people have been telling me that, you know, if you're interested in that, you should go see this, blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those things that like there's so much in L.A., you know, uh-huh. that it I mean, how are you going to do all of it? Right. You know, but it was one of those things where it was just it was always there and people were always recommending it. So finally you go and the report back after it was visited was like basically the same. Like it started yeah. out what I expected, you know, dark and like macabre and morbid, but interesting. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like that's the clown makeup that John Wayne Gacy used. Yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Like novelty stuff where you're like, oh, shit. Like that's the thing that right. that famous, you know, person who killed people used or whatever. Um, You know, information you didn't have otherwise, like actual police reports or whatever. And then the further you go in, the more you're like, OK, um, this doesn't seem educational anymore. It seems like I'm just watching people die for no reason. Yeah, especially like once you get past the like Black Dahlia stuff. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Is that gross? Yeah, I haven't been there and I I'd thought about it. But then I heard all that stuff and it just so happened that I, I didn't really have the money to go out and do things in L.A. anyway. Yeah. So I was like, OK, well, uh, I guess I can I can stop hoping I get to see that before I leave L.A. It's not for the faint of heart. If you're if you're in L.A. listening see, to this. I, could, I think I could handle the gore because gore isn't what bothers me. It's that concept that like you just watched someone go from alive to dead. Yeah. You watched someone like you looked at someone and saw them go from being a person to being a body. To being a body in like 12 pieces. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like you went from watching a person to now like pulp. Yep. A blob. Yep. Not a person anymore. Now it's just something that needs to be cleaned up. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's just something I like, that's what bothers me. It's not, it's not the gore that bothers me. I mean, it, it does. It's not like I enjoy it. Um, it gets under my skin, but that's not, that's not top of the list. Uh huh. I feel you. Mm -hmm. I feel you. So next on the list. Okay. Which by the way, it is five things. I counted wrong, numbered wrong, but somehow landed on the right number when I, when I said five. (laughs) Okay. So next thing on the list. You're cringing already. I am. And it's because this is this is not something that you, like I said, this is, I told you beforehand, there is something in here that you already know. Okay. But you don't know the numbers and like the percentages. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like this is not like big news. This is not like, like this is not common knowledge. So PETA exists. Yeah. Right. They help animals. So they say. This is the one I already know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So data was released this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, of PETA's animal acquisition records mm-hmm. by the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. I'll, I will not repeat it. Don't ask. And this is their animal acquisition over the last 20 years. Yes. Now acquisition, it did have a little definition of like how they acquire animals or whatever, but I don't really give a shit because the number wasn't as big as I thought it was anyway. So whatever. Yeah. But over the last 20 years, PETA has acquired 49,737 animals. 
Okay, that's dogs, cats, horses, animals, mm -hmm. right? Of those 49,737, 4,241 were transferred to other facilities, 3,488 were adopted, and 41,539 were killed. Mm -hmm. PETA has killed over 80% of the animals that they claim they are saving. Yes. I knew that this knowledge that PETA, in fact, kills the animals in its care rather than, you know, caring for them mm -hmm. or finding homes. Yes. Their goal is to make money. And if they have an animal for, they're essentially just a nationwide pound that will just put an animal down because it didn't get adopted within a week. Well, see, the reason this isn't new information for me, yeah. the reason I know it is because there's a, a, I mean, friend of a friend, someone I, I talked to directly, but wasn't like close with, uh -huh. um, was interested in joining PETA. I, I did have a friend from high school that joined PETA. Yeah. Um, so he did a bunch of this stuff that they do, you know, went to like some sanctuaries and stuff, but learned from them basically that what they believe, at least the people he spoke to in PETA, uh, what they believe is that like a lot of the animals you run into now, especially the, um, what's the word? Domesticated ones, I guess, uh, -huh. uh are too far gone and should be killed. And if like something can be reintroduced to the wild, then it should be. But if it's to the point that it's so domesticated, it it is dependent on domesticated yeah. life. It's better off dead. Yeah. PETA believes and that that's all, obviously the vast majority of animals dogs, they're going to come across. Cats, yeah. uh, cows, horses, chickens should be killed because they would not be what they are now if humans didn't intervene. Mm -hmm. Wolves, perfectly fine. Wolves can exist. Bears can exist. But you also can't own them mm -hmm. and they don't need protecting. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, PETA is a disgusting organization <laughs> through and through. Uh, by the way, I just realized there is six things. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> so next one, does the name Alexander Nathan Barter mean anything to you? It doesn't. This is recent news within the last year or so. No. So he's a 23 year old from Joaquin, Texas. Okay. And Alexander Nathan Barter was a big fan of the dark web. Big okay. Fan. Okay. He used Tor, T-O-R, which is very common, uh, is a very common tool to access the dark web. Mm -hmm. um, and he mainly used the dark web for, you know, benign things like child pornography. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, went straight there. Right so for it. Barter, being a big fan of child pornography, was clearly also interested in pedophilia. Mm. And he found a 13-year-old girl. <gasps> oh my God, was this, is this uh, an NFL player? No. He found a 13-year-old girl who was was also on the dark web and he began chatting with her. They were quickly talking about his fantasies that he's had and started toying with the idea of her being a part of his fantasies. And this girl was down. She was game. Mm -hmm. She was in it. So as they talked more and more, he explained what his fantasies were, which involved repeatedly raping her, yep. then killing her mm. and then eating her. And now she, in his word, consuming her. And, and she was down. She was game. This 13 year old went along with the entire thing and was even setting up like a meeting for them. They had organized a place where they could meet up, where they could partake in this fantasy that he would rape her, kill her, and then eat her. Wow. I know. So Barter shows up to this meeting with a knife, trash bag, cell phone, and a tablet that he intended to record their interaction with. Mm -hmm. um, but the girl turned out to be an undercover cop and, <laughs> and Barter
Carter was arrested. I was going to say. Yeah, this 13-year-old girl on the dark web for one. Number two like, is okay, just game with being let's, murdered let's and Let's just eaten. say this 13-year-old is down with lots of rape, which what, what it sounds like if she was down sounds like it's not rape at all. If right. she's interested, it sounds like it's statutory, like but, not, but not forceful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, still terrible. Awful. But also like, hey, you can kill me and eat me. That's fine. I don't value my life. I'm like, okay, either A, that's just a very yeah. sad, depressed child. Uh-huh. Or B, that's not a child. Or B, and that you're is walking a, yeah. into a like that is a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking into a trap. Uh, and thank God. Yes. It was a trap. Uh the girl was an undercover cop. He was arrested. Barter was. Uh after arresting him, police found loads of child pornography on his computer and various chat rooms where Barter had traded porn with other people and planned to share his video of the thir- of him and the 13-year-old girl. Yikes. Yes. Ish. He was sentenced to 240 months in prison, which is 20 years. Why not just shoot him then and there and call it a day? You know what I mean? No, I, I do. But like, I'm also good with the law, you know, personally. 20 years isn't enough. They should say, tell you what, tell you what. We'll give you life in prison or one year in prison. But you have no special you privileges don't get the protection. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And we tell everyone what you did. <laughs> if you can survive one year, you can be out. See, for me, because I, he would be murdered on his like second day in prison. I I think that sort of stuff should be treated as a mental disorder and you should have a psyche valve. So people like a professional whose job it is basically it would it should to be, evaluate you and right. decide based off of their expertise if you're at risk for being a repeat offender when it comes to children like that, especially a dangerous crime, which is exactly what that would be. That's something if if a professional evaluates you and comes to the conclusion that you're very likely to offend again, you don't get to leave. You stay in prison or face a worse penalty. See, psychiatric evaluation, time in prison, this is all very expensive. Mm -hmm. You can fix this problem for 22 cents. Is that the cost of a bullet? That's the cost of a bullet. (laughs) You put a bullet in his face. And you throw them in a hole. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. There's gray areas in a lot of different crimes. But when it comes to like abuse of children, I just, I have no patience. Dude, not even the worst criminals, not even the worst of the worst will put Mm, up with it. Yeah. It is the lowest crime ever. You're lucky that I said a bullet and not a shank like you would get in prison. (laughs) I sharpened toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the last one. And at the time, this is breaking, breaking news. This could very well be old by the time this episode comes out. But this is like today, today's news. And I was so excited to find this that I had to make this last. It's not even like the worst one or the craziest one. Okay. It's it's the fact that this story broke like six hours ago. Damn. Yes. That's super recent. Yes. Okay. Okay. Vietnam, of course. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Police raided a warehouse that was gathering, boiling, drying, packaging, and reselling used condoms. Ew! What? (laughs) Yes. Gross! Yes. 
this warehouse had people that were going out and were paying other people 17 cents for every two pounds of used condoms that they provided. Do you know what the, like, what the, the currency, the that, equivalent? That's American currency. But the over equivalent there. in Vietnam, what that would be? No idea. I don't even know what their bill is called. Ish. Yeah. Honestly, it could be $500. It, I mean, it's a used yeah, condom. What are you doing? I know people that go to like Vietnam, you can get like a, like food for like a dollar, American dollars. So 17 cents for food dollar for, if we buy food now, you spend about 10 bucks. So one, 10, like a dollar 72 bucks for every two pounds of condoms you can provide used condoms. Two pounds. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm assuming they counted the splooge as part of the weight. So there's right. at least that. Well, if you're a hooker, I mean, that's great side Hookers income. were their number one, number that, one that's source. That's really good side income. Yes. Mm -hmm. Get it? Uh, uh, in come. Come. Uh. <laughs> Uh, it's unknown how long this business was operating, but it is believed that the condoms that were being repackaged were being exported to other countries. Oh, no. The other countries have yet to be named. <laughs> but we could be one of them. <laughs> oh, God, that's so nasty. Trojan could totally be in on this, although it's it's definitely Durex or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like so, if it was anyone, wait, it's Durex. Yep, used condoms. There's, oh, it's they're so taking nasty. used condoms. They're boiling them. Okay, Ew. they even went as far as to reshaping them and then making them folded back up into the perfect thing, like squeezing the right amount of lube and then repackaging them. Oh, God. Like, how much money are you saving? That's really? what I mean. No, but like, how why? much business is that? How much is the condom business worth? I don't know. Like, is it just like in Vietnam, condoms are like oil? They're they're not even they're not even selling them to Viet Vietnamese people. They're that's, exporting that's them out of Vietnam. Sense. That's what doesn't Other make countries are buying Vietnam's condoms. Are they, are they getting labor for free? I don't and know. Like, look, that's how this is worth here's, it? Here's what I say. When you look at a condom, if you look, flip it over, it'll say where it was made. They all do. It says what made in block. If you read made in Vietnam, throw that condom away. Because it was probably used by someone probably, else. It, the odds are it was a used condom. This was, this was one day they found over 300,000 condoms. Oh God. One day. This business has been open for who knows how long. Because like I said, this news is brand new. Right. And an investigation has not actually been launched yet. Blah. Oh, God. Yeah, that is heinous. Yes. That's foul. Yes. Now, they were talking all like, oh, you can you can transfer all these STDs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, I'm not really worried about STDs because if you know how viruses work and how like STDs are transferred after being packaged for that long, the virus cannot live anymore. That is not how viruses work. Yeah, but it's icky. It is gross. But they were like, people can be getting HIV. And it's like, false. HIV is transferred warm. If if it is not warm, you, you cannot get HIV. Well, the odds are insanely slim. Right. So remember the whole knowing all wait, of wait, that remember, though? Remember the remember the, the Olympic swimmer or diver that had HIV? He cracked his head open uh while diving and bled out in the pool. No. Oh. And they were all worried. They had, they drained the pool and had to like clean it and all this stuff because they were worried everyone's gonna get HIV. No. Oh. Literally you could 
could have went in that pool and drank the water and you wouldn't have gotten it. Even though he had it's HIV. chlorinated water. Doesn't matter. It's because it, it left, like, it was, it's in the blood, sure, but it was now sp spreading in a pool of cold water. It wasn't, it wasn't body temperature. It doesn't, viruses it, it, don't it thrive dies. there. It and dies. And it died. Yeah. Almost instantly. Yeah. So, like, now, mind you, at the time, they didn't know. Sure. But. It just wouldn't matter. Nowadays, like, they're, they were, they were saying all that, like, everyone's going to be getting HIV and everyone's going to be getting all these, like, STDs. And it's like, okay, no, we'll be fine no matter what. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking gross. <laughs> it's just nasty. It's just disgusting. And the odds of the condom breaking or tearing or not working are exponentially increased. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, you know, I, you, you know, wipe your butt and there's no poop on the toilet paper. So you roll it back up. Wipe again, nothing. You're clean. You still wash your hands though, because you're like, oh God, what if? You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, no, I'm saying like you wipe and you, you look at it and there's nothing there. Just roll it back up. It's clean, clean paper. Oh, you mean put it back on the roll? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's, I mean, that's recycling. I didn't even think That'll of. That'll save you 17 cents right there. Well, that'll save us so much. I mean, we were fools in quarantine to worry about how much toilet paper we had. Yeah. We could, could we could have totally done that. Mm -hmm. Just like dehydrated ourselves so that it was nice and dry. You know what I mean? Yep. Wow. Firm. Yeah. Firm yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The rabbit pellet poops. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What now, fools. now you're thinking. Mm. Now you're thinking. Right. That was all my fucked up shit. That was all really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least I didn't make you all sad. That's true. You had so, no anti-Ms in yours. No, no anti-Ms. No, no, you know, forever scarred 16 year olds well there's a forever dead 16 year old so yes <laughs> yes <laughs> all right gonna move on to the last wheel spin let's do it spin it booyah Oh, Jessica. What is it? You remember when we had three petty wishes? Of course I do. This is three selfish wishes. Yes. Selfish wishes. Well, you're the more selfish go. of the two oh, of us. Oh, I'm definitely so the most gotta selfish. you got to go. Yeah. I would say wish number one for uh, like I I would every every scratcher ticket I bought, I would win, right? Doesn't need to be a lot, but every one that I bought, I would win. Okay. And every time I win, two people lose. <laughs> That's my wish. That's the first one. Wish number two. I wish that I am never stuck in traffic okay. ever. I never need to slow down when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. I always get the lights. I always, there's just no traffic. It is, it takes me no time at all to get anywhere I need to go. Mm -hmm. But vice versa, I wish that everyone that just rubs me wrong or I don't like that much or I don't know, right? right. Traffic all the time. Fuck you. Anyone you don't know. Yep. Always traffic. Always. 33 traffic. Just stuck in traffic. Like they're like, oh my God, I went to go drive to the mall and it's only like three miles away and it took me like 24 minutes to get there. Yeah, bitch. Remember what you said to me in second grade? Fuck you. You know what I mean? But that's not someone you don't Feel know. Me? That's someone you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm not, not like don't know. Like if I don't know you, like that's too much thought to like make a selfish wish. But you know what I mean? Like yes. if I don't like you for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wish number two. Wish number three. Hmm. I wish that I no longer cringe when I take shots. But every time I take shots, someone, see my gut instinct was to say like, oh, there we go. That's what I, I figured it out. Every time I take a shot someone that i don't like stubs their toe every time yeah so i mean you kind of have this like same trend with every every wish you've made yeah where it's not just one wish it's actually two wishes so it's 
That's more like six wishes. No, no, no. They're contingent wishes. Like this wish right, is right, contingent right. on right, right. this. What I'm saying is like, I don't get me wrong. I don't have the like genie handbook or anything. Yeah. It just sounds like what you're actually asking for is six different things. Okay. Selfish wishes. I wish I won the Powerball when it was a billion dollars. I wish that uh, Bill Gates left me as his sole heir in his will. And I wish and that- died. <laughs> yes. And I wish that Ryan Reynolds uh, renewed his vows with uh, Blake Lively and named me as his best man. Okay. There, there you got it. You got your lame, selfish wishes. I like my contingencies that I get to fuck over all the people I don't like. Right. Well, see, I actually, I'm really proud of you because you didn't name in any of those selfish wishes any terrible things to happen to T-Mags. See, I forgot he existed. Why would you even bring him up? I just, I realized. I said, I said someone I don't like. Right. It could be him. It could be him. He can be stubbing all of his toes every day. Every okay. time I take a shot. Three selfish wishes. Stubs a toe. I wish I could just eat whatever the hell I want and I'd still have the perfect body. Uh-huh. I think that's a common one. Like that's, that's pretty basic. Right. Like standard even. Um, but I want it. So I would choose that. Um, also that, um, I, I, I wish I was a morning person while still also being a night person. <laughs> uh-huh. Like it's really convenient to wake up first thing in the morning and be ready to like get shit done. You know what I mean? I've had mornings like that. They're just not as common as the mornings where like I have to make breakfast for myself and for one child because the other one is at school. Um, and it takes me one hour Oh, because wow. I'm still moving at like 50% my average speed mm-hmm. in doing just regular daily tasks. Um, and that's just the way that it is for me. That's my reality. You know, um, it increases over time. Eventually I'm operating as normal, but if I'm really sleepy because I had like a late night, which is every night, right. Um, uh, it's, it's just rough going. So I wish I was one of those people. Basically, I wish I could sleep four hours and be perfectly rested mm-hmm. and bright eyed. So there's that. So hold on. We had the first one was, I wish I could eat whatever I wanted and still yep. have the perfect body. Second one, I wish I could sleep basically as long as I wanted and be perfectly rested afterwards. Yeah. Um, and the last one, I wish... I mean, it's petty. It is also selfish because I could be wishing for like, you know, the end of, you know, all wars for the rest of time. Uh, But instead, I'm going to wish that Game of Thrones ended the way it should have, you know, with an actual good story continuing. That's not selfish. That's a that's a wish for the people. No, I don't care about the people. I want it for myself. But that's a wish for the people. It's not for them. I win a bunch of money. The people don't benefit even slightly. But I would, though, from that. The fuck you would. I would benefit from the Game of Thrones ending. Uh, the way it should have. I thought you were saying for me making money. <laughs> no, the, Game of Thrones should have ended, you know, with them continuing to treat characters like the characters they made them instead of absolutely fucking like urinating on everything, which is what they did. So I wish that. Okay. I wish they kept their peepees in their pants and they didn't pee on everything yeah. that I came to know and love. They peed everywhere. All over it. Yeah. It stunk and it was yellow and it was stained and I was like, what have you done? This is useless now. And then it was over. Yeah. Damn, they did. They pissed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Still stinks. Well, speaking of piss, uh, piss off because the episode's over. 
like I did that? I, I do like that. Uh, so if anybody out there would like to reach out to us, you always can by sending us an email at fanmail at threeshotsin.com. And if you like what you heard and you'd like to support us, you can uh, visit us at threeshotsin.com. That'll take you to our Patreon page. That's about it. That is it. For this filler episode. Filler episode uh, number one, which is episode something Who fucking out there. knows? You tell me. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's a wild card. Wild card. <laughs> yeah. I've been a wild card since the day I was born. You know me? <laughs> <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd hear in like Rounders or like some young, like early 20s casino movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't give a shit. Anyway, right. uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Please tune in again next week. Uh, this has been Three Shots In. Thank you for listening. And piss off. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off.